Hello everyone and welcome back to Easy Natural English with Liam. Or perhaps this is your first time, if that's the case. Um, I hope you enjoy this today. This is just me talking to you with uh, no script and no editing, just some natural, easy, uh, mm, easier English. Uh, actually, in the last episode, I was talking about how um, this might be easy for some people, but of course, for somebody just starting out and uh, someone who's not used to uh, English outside of a textbook, this can still be very difficult. So don't worry, just uh, keep listening. Uh, you can repeat episodes and it will get easier as you go. So I hope you're all having, uh, having a good day today. Uh, my day started out quite well. Had some nice porridge, some nice oatmeal. Um, and uh, we've got nice weather here today in Tokyo. Um, looking outside now, it's nice and clear. Um, looking forward to getting outside. I'm going for a walk on my way to work. And today's episode, I'm going to talk a bit about living overseas, living in a different country from your home country. So um, I'm from the UK, um, from England, and now I'm living in Japan. Um, and this is now the ninth country uh, I've lived in. So I'm quite used to living in other countries. Um, I've lived in uh, France, Portugal, Holland, um, Vietnam, <clears throat> New Zealand, Australia, and of course the UK, and now Japan. I think that's all of them. Um, have you tried living overseas? Are you going to live overseas? Is that why you're practicing your English? Is that why you want to improve your English listening skills? Um, if, if it is, then I think it's a good idea for you to listen to more natural sounding English like this, because um, a lot of people, you know, when we study languages from a textbook um, and we feel like um, it's getting better because when you open your textbook, you're like, oh, I understand more of this textbook. Or when you go to class and your teacher speaks to you, you think, oh, I can understand my teacher more now. But you have to remember that uh, a lot of language teachers um, they're going to make it easier for you. Um, and uh, it's hard to do as a teacher. You know, I'm an English teacher. And I have to try to find that balance between making it easier for the student, but also making it real for them, making it realistic. Because um, I don't want them to get such a shock when they go to the UK or if they go to America or Australia or New Zealand or South Africa or, or Canada or another English speaking country. I don't want them, them to get so shocked when they start speaking to a native speaker and they can't understand anything, <laughs> um, which I know happens a lot. Sometimes I have students, they told me they visited uh, America, for example. They say I visited um, New York and they said, oh, everybody speaks strange in in New York. Everybody speaks weird. They speak strange in, strangely in New York, and they're very hard to understand. They speak too quickly. They have a strange accent. Um, but actually, that's not the problem. I think the real problem is uh, the students are just not used to real native English, because um, that's what it sounds like. Yeah, people do have 
um, different accents. And of course, native speakers, we do speak quickly, but that's just real English. It's not that those people were strange. It's just they were not English teachers. So they weren't speaking to you very clearly and uh, they were just speaking naturally. Um, you know, I've had this experience myself. Um, when I was learning French, I learned in the traditional way with textbooks and going to class. And, and I got, you know, I got a big shock when I started to try to speak to French people who were not French teachers and they were speaking to me in their normal, casual way, their everyday, everyday French. There was a lot of uh, really common words that people use all the time that I had not learned from a textbook and common expressions and even just ways of saying particular words. You know, for example, uh, in English uh, and in, you know, in every language, we have a lot of short versions. Uh, they're called contractions, kind of shortened version of a word or, or a few words together. So, for example, um, uh, I think before, in a previous podcast, I gave the example of uh, wanna. You know, instead of saying, I want to, we just say, I wanna. And instead of saying, I'm going to, native speakers, we often say, I'm gonna. You know, I'm going to go to the bank becomes, I'm gonna go to the bank. Um, so, if you're not used to that kind of natural speaking, then, yeah, it gets... Uh, it gets very overwhelming. It gets very, uh, get, it's too much, you know, it's kind of scary. So yeah, if you're getting ready to live overseas, then it's really good to try to listen to some things um, that are not, uh, not a CD from a textbook, you know, try to listen to some YouTubers. Uh, it doesn't need to be YouTubers speaking English, just listen to YouTubers. Um, a good way is, um, because at first, if you, if you listen to a YouTuber from Australia and they're talking a lot about Australian um, events or Australian culture or Australian TV shows or something, and you don't know about those topics, then that adds an extra level, which makes it difficult to understand. So what can be good, um, sometimes I do this, uh, so now I'm studying Japanese. I go on YouTube and I look, uh, I search in Japanese, I type um, lifestyle in England. So then I find videos of Japanese people who live in England and they talk about England in Japanese. So I already know about England. So that helps me then to understand the Japanese that they're using because I already know the topic. So if you, um, you can do the same, you know, you can go on YouTube and you can search in English for, put the name of your country and then write lifestyle or write living in you know your country and then you can find somebody speaking in english about your country and then you know you already know about that culture and you know the topics that they're talking about or the food that they're talking about and that can make it a bit easier to understand but um they'll be speaking you know their audience the people they want to speak to their listeners will be native english speakers so they'll be speaking in a more natural way but uh, yeah, you'll have an advantage because you know the subject. So yeah, that's uh, one way to get used to some natural English. But yeah, living overseas is a great experience. Um, I left the UK when I was 19, uh, now I'm 33. And yes, I've been living overseas for a long time. I did go back to the UK for a little bit during that time, but I've spent you know most of my adult life, my time as an adult, um, 
outside of the UK. So I'm quite used to it now. You know, a lot of people talk about culture shock. You know, they ask you,、uh, you know, now I live in Japan, and sometimes people ask me, what's the biggest culture shock? But、um, to be honest, I don't feel much culture shock. Sometimes I'm not sure exactly what people mean when they say that.、Um, you know, I don't think humans are that different. You know, I think、uh, we're all pretty similar. You know, there's a lot of stereotypes about. Different countries.、Um, you know, stereotypes is,、um, you know, when you, you don't really know about the topic, you know, for example, people, you haven't met those people, but you've heard other people say things and you believe those things. So they're like things that we believe without actually having the real information. So we call those stereotypes.、Um, there's a lot of stereotypes about. Different people, you know, people say, ah,、oh, people from England are like this, or people from、uh, Japan are like this. But yeah, I think people are just people. You know, of course, we have some different culture.、Um, you know, we have different languages and we eat some different food. But, you know, the way, the way we deal with each other and the way we,、um, you know, the way we experience. Things, the way we show happiness, the way we show anger, it's all the same. You know, we're all, we're all human. So I don't feel、um, so much of a culture shock. You know, usually、uh, I quite enjoy the differences when I'm traveling or when I'm living in a different country and there's something new or different. I find that it's quite fun actually. So if you're moving to a new country and it's going to be your first time, Please、uh, don't be scared. Don't be worried.、Um, you know, things will,、uh, yeah, things will be a bit different, but、uh, just enjoy the differences. You know, if people、um, don't eat the food that you usually eat in your country, just enjoy the new food. You know, it can be,、um, if you're living in a different country, trying to find food from your country, it actually gets very expensive because you're having, you need to buy a lot of imported food. Uh, imports is like food that's brought into that country from another country. So that can get expensive. Whereas usually you'll find、uh, the cheapest food is always going to be the local food and it's probably going to be more fresh and it's probably going to be more enjoyable. So, you know, now I live in Japan and sometimes I want to eat British food, you know, or European food. So, yeah, sometimes I give in to my cravings. You know, sometimes I eat the things I feel like eating. But most of the time, I just eat Japanese food and just enjoy Japanese food.、Um, I mean, I'm sure you already enjoy Japanese food. It's very famous around the world.、Um, if you are going to the UK, don't believe the stereotype that、uh, British food is bad because it's not. Of course, of course, British people don't just eat fish and chips every day. You know, fish and chips is something that we don't eat that often, actually. When I was younger, maybe I ate fish and chips、uh, once a month. Sometimes less. You know, it's not something we eat at home. It's something we get.、Uh, I would always get it when we went to the beach. But yeah, don't believe the stereotype that British food is bad. There's lots of delicious food in the UK. I think there's lots of delicious food in every country. Maybe some of those foods you're not used to, but、uh, maybe you'll get used to them. You know, we call that an acquired taste. Acquired is something you get over time. You know, eventually you start to like it. Even if it's strange at first. So, yeah, don't be, 
don't be worried if you are going overseas. If you are already living overseas, I hope you're enjoying it. Um, if you lived overseas before, uh, maybe someday you can tell me your story. It's uh, always interesting to hear about people's experiences. Um, but for now, unfortunately, you can only listen to mine. But uh, soon I need to start up a page where people can talk to me. Maybe I'll start a Facebook page or something so we can have a bit of two-way interaction. But for today, thank you for listening and uh, I'll see you again next time.